This is Eric. And Melissa. From the Mighty Q-Dog YouTube channel and the Q-Dog House. And we want to take a second to talk to you about Retro Fandango. Fandango is made up of a couple of Siskel and Ebert wannabes who sometimes play video games. They think their opinion matters and they bring their complaints and rants into every show. Topics range from how much the NES Classic sucks to how much the SNES Classic sucks. And if you do miss what they have to say, they'll probably repeat it, like a broken record, on the next show. Every Wednesday, if they get around to posting an episode, you can get your fill of Ramvox and Buried on Mars on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or Google Play. Retro Fandango, for when you have nothing else to listen to. Belittle. To speak of something or someone in unflattering terms. Even though John's project was awful, I did not want to belittle his efforts, so I went out of my way to pay him a compliment on his work. Since the internet creates a feeling of anonymity, many people belittle others online because they do not fear any consequences. To project himself as a very smart manager, Larry will often belittle his employees who come to him with questions. Since Kate did not win the contest, she is now trying to belittle the competition as a stupid event. <laughs> belittle. To speak of something or someone in unflattering terms. Belittle. To speak of something or someone in unflattering terms. Belittle. To speak of something or someone in unflattering terms. That's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. When it's Android over iPhone, and you can keep your stupid amiibo, and always bashing on Nintendo. But that's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. Thanks, Retro Fandango. Oh, well. How's that? How's that? How's that? Can you hear me? I can hear you, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. But I, I couldn't answer you until I plugged in my microphone because... You could have uh, given me a thumbs up or something. Well, I, my hands were on the uh, inputs and the outputs to put oh. the stuff together, right? <laughs> and where exactly are your inputs <laughs> and outputs? Plus, I, I cannot multitask. I can only do one thing at a time. So that was it. That was the thing I was that doing. Comes, that comes with age, huh? Oh, yeah, I guess so. How do I keep this thing from spinning? There we go. All right, all good. Good to go. You do the thing where you're, you know, you're gonna put something in the sink, but you put it in the refrigerator by oh, accident. That has nothing to do with age. I have been putting <laughs> the milk where the peanut butter goes, and the peanut butter where the milk goes for ages. It always happens when my mind is on a lot of things, and I'm just not thinking about what I'm doing. That's usually when I end up uh, putting liquid soap on my toothbrush. Ooh, no, I haven't done that. <laughs> can say that hasn't happened. Let me, I guess I should make sure your audio is okay as well. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think I need a new laptop. Come on. Okay, what if I do this? There we go. There we go. Now people will be able to hear you better. 
<sighs> so how's it going? It's cold. Is it? Very cold. It, well, it's chilly. It's not severely cold yet. It was cold it's here, down. but now it's gotten warmer a bit. Yesterday, Today I could walk around outside without a coat on, without a jacket. Oh, I'm not up to coat weather yet. Oh, Maybe. yes. It's been coat weather here for a while. It was snow the other night when I was coming home. I saw that. Yeah. I'm, I keep praying. Maybe this year I will get some snow. I, I, you can have mine, honestly. Take it. Hey, if you only got it once every five years, you would love it. Mm, I don't think so. Like, I mean, for you, it must be like the, the entire town shuts down, everything shuts down, everyone stays home. So it's like a little in, holiday. In a way. Yeah. yeah. It's a holiday. Here, yeah. it's like, no, screw you. You're Canadian. You get out there in the snow and you go to work, whether it's inconvenient or not. You're supposed to be built for that. You've got like an extra thick hide or something. Yeah, no, that's that's not a problem. It's all the other idiots out there who don't know how to drive, who get into accidents, who don't have the proper tires on their cars. All start who, that again. <laughs> all that stuff. It all starts up, and it's uh, every year. It's like, uh, oh, they've never experienced snow before. This is the first time we've ever seen snow. We don't know what to do. Let's shut the town down. It'd be great it's if, all the, that, if the it's all that ADD that's kicking in now. Yeah. All these people that are addicted to their uh, technology and whatnots. Uh, I, I don't know. I think, pe- I think people are just dumb. That's it. That too. By the way, this is a great opening for the show. Because if you listen to the latest episode of STC Pod, we were accused of uh, belittling our listeners. Belittling? Yeah. How dare we? I mean, that's not something we do. No, we entertain our listeners. That's what we do. Yeah. Entertainment, folks. What do we talk about that we would belittle our listeners? I don't know. I don't know. I've yet to listen. I think think, uh, election season is coming up uh, for the end of the year, if you know what I mean. It's getting to to be voting time. And Mm. uh, I think the mud is uh, starting to be slung from over there. Well, that's not fair. So... Let's just say he who casts the first stone is um, the thing we're going to focus on uh, when we cast our stones back and say, well, no, this is all fair because you cast the first stone. Does that sound fair? I'm going to go get some stones. (laughs) Speaking of voting, it's legit voting time here. I got to go vote on Monday. Municipal elections. What are you voting for now? Who am I voting for? I'm voting for all new people. I'm sick of the old people that have been running Stoville for the last four uh, years. That doesn't work. I'm Getting new people doesn't work because them all the out. old system is there. No, get them the out. The old system, all the the secret stonecutter people are still in place. Well, that's what the last uh, mayor tried to do. Um, he was a big HR guy, and he said, I'm going to get rid of all these people who have been working here forever and you know, have gotten too complacent in their jobs and haven't actually been doing their jobs. And well, that wh- sounds great. And what they did was, well, instead of that happening, they just ran a total hatchet job on him and just made him <laughs> look like the worst mayor of all time. I swear not, I swear, like, the last editorial in the paper was just everything bad the mayor has done without any context whatsoever. And I'm just sick of it, and I'm just, I'm blowing everybody up. Everybody out of there. I don't care on which side of the argument they're on. And I'm going to lose. Fake 
news. <laughs> anyone it's <all> fake news? <laughs> anyone I vote for, it's just they're not going to win because uh, you know everyone's so caught up in uh, you know being on one side or the other of this argument. But I don't care. I got to go with my principles, and my my inner voice is saying, get rid of them all, get them out of here. So you're yeah. going to be the the guy who does the write-in vote. No, it's not a right. Like, there's like people that are on the ballot, but I just don't think anyone's going to vote for them. They're not going to get uh, the votes that they need, that they deserve. Go ahead. Throw your vote away. I think we asked you this the last time. You you still get to vote in the elections, right, in the States? Yes, I do. Do you, uh, So did you vote in this uh, upcoming one yet? Like, do you have to do it ahead of time or... No, I didn't care enough to uh, look into this For one. the the midterms? Oh, man. Yeah. It's heating up down there. Heating up. Mm. Let me tell you, the, I've been following a lot of the stuff, and the biggest thing in the States right now that's really screwing everything up is these, uh, uh, what do they call it? Not, where they don't allow people to vote, like where they block their, their vote. Like people, like it's weird in the States. You have to register to vote, right? You have to yeah. register. Yeah, but you do it once. You do it. You just register once, and then you're good to go for the rest. That's all I ever had to do. You register once, and then you. Uh, I mean, you sign your name on a piece of paper, and okay, here you go. Now you can vote. And then the rest of your life, you are registered to vote. You don't have to register at the as beginning of the election. As far as I know, I've never had any issues. I've never had anybody say you have to re-register. Okay, I don't know. How, like I don't know how it works. But in Canada, we just everybody's already registered. You don't need to register. See, to that vote. would make more sense. That. I think it's the extra step that scares some people, even though it really isn't a step at all. It's yeah. literally writing your name on a piece of paper. Well, the the, pro- um, the problem in the states is that that registration process is in, in, the politicians control that process, so they they just make up the rules as they go along. So, like right now in North Dakota, like the last election, the last Senate election that they had there. Uh, it was a very close race. The woman who won it, she won it by 3,000 votes. And the Republicans, run, she's a Democrat, and the Republicans run all the internal uh, government in, in uh, the North Dakota. And what they're doing is they're taking all the, they basically made this rule that if you don't have an address, if you don't have a home address, you cannot vote. If you don't have a home address, home address, you can't vote. You can't vote. So uh, apparently, it turns out the the people who do not have home addresses the most is uh, Native Americans, because on the reserve mm. you don't need a, a, an address. They have some other system where their their homes are located. They don't tell anybody this. They do it all behind the doors, and then these Native Americans who go and vote think that their vote has counted but then you know it goes to the process and they look at it and they say oh no this person doesn't have a home address you're not and you, you never know you never find out so this oh. time somebody so it's it got leaked somehow and this time they're they're fighting it and of course the reason why they do this is because most native americans in north dakota they have it all figured out with all the thing vote democrat so this is their way of shifting the election Sounds like shady business shady. to me. So, there you go. Breaking news here on Retro Fandango. That's, I, I Homeless just... people in America are not American citizens. Hey, no, no, no. Get out. Not all. They're not, they're not homeless. They just don't have a home address. That's Same that's thing. Different. Get rid of the riffraff. Holy cheese, man. That is just... Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> I I love all my indigenous people of Canada. Oh, we we belittle everybody here. Uh, and then and like I don't know how they get away with this, but in in Georgia, the the guy who's running for um, uh, Senate is also a uh, the. Uh, I can't remember what they call it in the states, but he's like a attorney general for that state, which means he's in charge of the election process. And they're claiming, uh, oh, there's no shenanigans going on here, nothing going on, no Me- bias whatsoever, there. nothing at all. Meanwhile, they have this. Uh, he put in this system where if your home, uh, if everything, all, like all your information, your name, your home address, everything, doesn't match your registration card your voter registration card, if it doesn't match 100%, meaning if there's like a, a little dash that's not put in there correctly, if mm. there's an s- extra space or whatever, they just spoil your ballot. You just get rid of your ballot. And they don't tell the people this. And of course, the people who have the most problems with these addresses are people who are uh, not, uh, they're in the poor communities who not, who obviously vote Democrat more than Republican. It's just ridiculous how they get away with this stuff man but it's fascinating man, when, I, I find when it are you gonna run for office me never I think you should be pulling the strings are you kidding i can't even get people to listen to this show people think i'm belittling them all the time i i can't how am i gonna get to a mass election and get a whole bunch of people together if just... you own a nintendo product <laughs> your vote does not count. that's right it's a half a vote uh... <laughs> I do have a screwy votey uh, vote uh, or adding vote sit. Nah, never mind. Um, I was going somewhere with that, but that's I'm going nowhere now. But anyways, I just find all that stuff fascinating. Whether what's uh, I don't care what side of the uh, fence you are and your political views or all that stuff. I just find that interesting how they are always pulling those levers and moving stuff around and gerrymandering and all that stuff. It's good yeah, times. That's the. Uh... All the uh, special features on the yeah on the on the DVD Blu-ray are more interesting <laughs> than the actual film. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens every year. I think like because I watch you know Daily Show and um, John Oliver and all this stuff, and every time they're always like, "Yep, yeah, it's going to be a blue wave. Everybody's going to vote Democrat." And then when you, the actual election happens, it's just nothing but red. All these people, we love Trump, and I'm like, oh man. What is wrong with you people? He's calling people horse face and making you look bad all over the world. But it's like you, you love to be ruled by an iron fist, you know? It was kooky Americans. Yeah. God love you. Uh, all right. Hey, we got a couple of them in the forums, too. <laughs> this guy's American. Yeah. And there's... Uh, uh, this one, too. We got a lot of good comments here. And in the this forum. one. And this one. Oh, it's nothing but Americans here. Oh. This is true. Yeah, all Americans. Yeah, look at oh. that. All right, uh, well, I'll you just... You don't get the Cartridge Club forums up there in Canada? I'll just edit out that first part then. Hey, and welcome Mars to Retro Fan Angle. enunciates inculcate. 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 And you confirmed this? A yeah. uh, Latino lawyer says I re- announced enunciated it right. So that means that okay. I enunciated it right. That's okay. all I need to know. Uh, he also... Okay, so what does this mean? He wrote an entire paragraph, but then crossed it out. So does this mean he that... Might have, 
He might have been responding early before he heard the, the end of the episode. I never subscribed to Nintendo Power. My favorite magazine was Die Hard Game Fan. I was skeptical of reviews in Nintendo Power, and I viewed it more as a great place to find guides. I don't disagree with Eric and the Nintendo Power effect on kids who subscribe to it. And then he crossed oh, it all out. Well, yeah, at says, the end of the episode, I said, uh, don't comment on Nintendo stuff. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. So... It's, it's amazing to me how well people pick up on things. Like when I was reading the comments, uh, Eric uh, was kept saying like, "Hey, I just want you guys to know that I listen to every episode right to the end and all." I'm like, "What is he talking about? Did we say that people don't listen to the end?" And then I was listening back to the show, and yeah, you see people yeah. <laughs> like After wow, the Nintendo trash talk. Boom, they're out. I forgot all yeah. about that. They got they they come here for the anger. Yeah, I they, guess they need so. some fuel for their fire. They get it and then they burn away. Uh, before we skip Diego uh, fully here, uh, he also says the Forza games are always fun to play on Xbox Kiosk. Almost mis mispronounced that, misannunciated that. Uh, at Best Buy, when I have a chance, I like the idea of driving all over Britain in Forza Horizon Four. Yeah, it's good times. It's fun. And I actually, I finished Forza Horizon 2. And Why do you call it that? Forza? That's really the way Forza. it's printed. Is there, a, is there a T in there? No, it's a Z. It's a Z. Forza? Forza? Forza is... Forza. That's the American way to say it. It's really Forza. Forza, When you play the game, they say Forza all the time. Because it's an Italian word. So, like, like pizza... Forza. Pizza is actually yeah, yeah, pizza. it's actually like like pizzeria pizzeria that's that's how you say it in Italian pizzeria. Okay, I'll give you that. I, thanks, <laughs> thanks for giving me facts. Um, point. Anyways, what the heck are we talking about? Yeah. Okay. So I so I have a bunch of like Forza Horizon Four is. I, I really want to buy that game. I really want to buy it and play it, but I'm holding back. So I played two, and once I finished two, I said, okay, now I'm going to go and I'm going to play all the regular Forza games that I haven't, like, I'm I'm about three games behind. I So I put in five, and I started playing it. I'm like, man, this is hard to go back to these racing simulation games. The, you know, just them letting you go wherever you want to go in the in the horizon games and how arcadey it is and that like it can't compare track wise like the the track design that they have in the simulation games are so good they're so well done um and in horizon they're not that great but just you know letting letting you loose in those uh, horizon games it's just it's hard to go back and being stuck on this one track and not being able just to go fly wherever the heck you want to go what are you eating I'm still chewing. Yeah. I got some. Um, what am I eating? Ginger snaps. Oh, those are those are. There's a lot of cholesterol in those. Just so you know. Take them easy on that. Hey, this is um, one of my my very few sweets I've had this month. Okay, I'm doing okay. I haven't had any. Sorry, it's early. We normally do this uh, late at night. My stomach's okay, but I am hungry right now. That's right. Yeah, it's a good morning to you. And a good evening to me. 
Yeah, not wild. Yeah. It was the last time we did this. Oh, it's been... Didn't we do this with J-Rock? We did a film dango at this time, didn't no. we? No, we did it in no. the morning. That's right. We no, we were it. supposed Let's... to switch right. back to the morning records, and then J-Rock comes along and says, hey, no. Busy guy. Well, as you can tell, I'm time I got. I'm burning, ready to go in the AM or in the PM. Always. Now, no, see, always your on PM duty. is 5 PM as opposed to my 11 PM. Excuse me, this is 1700 hours, sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and normally I'm there at 2300 hours. Pull that military time with me. Uh, that's television time. The military stole their time from our time. Thank you very much. Okay, well, let's see if you can do this. Okay. Uh, how long yeah. is one uh, day in Star Trek The Next Generation time? <clears throat> how long is one day in Star Trek? How the long next? is one day? 24 hours. 25 hours. Why 25? Because in the future, you need 25. It's the future. You got to add one. What are you talking about? Um, they work 25 hour. They don't work 20. They have 25 hour days in Star Trek: The Next Generation. They do not. What are you talking they about? They do. <laughs> How? Where does this extra hour come from? They. It's space time. <clears throat> it's Federation space time. So if they approach Earth at uh, 2430, mm -hmm. what time is it on Earth? You gotta ask data. So, Diego also says he thanks us for the plug. Uh, he'll definitely be posting uh, this week. He did. I did watch his latest episode. It's about uh, comic books, so that was good times. Uh, he also, ex I also accept the challenge. What's the challenge? See, I'd never know what people are talking about. <laughs> I think Quake Two is is an awesome game and absolutely a huge source for what made Doom. 2016 great i have fond memories of playing quake 2 on land parties yeah i agree that was good times nothing you got nothing to add to that i'm confirming my facts here and i see 26 hour days in uh so you were even Space wrong Nine. about that 20 what like it was 25 hey, in next generation in deep space nine officer i've not taken the proper training can't trust everything i say I am just the simple caveman. I don't understand your. That's an old your SNL reference. It's <laughs> an old SNL I reference. I am confused by your modern technology, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the jury. <sighs> I don't know what On you were talking about. Caveman lawyer. That was a great one. That was a good skit. Yes, excellent. Okay. 2016. Is that we're talking about Quake something? Yes. Uh, I, I, I never attended one of these land parties. Oh, People man. You missed out. Land parties. Oh, they were so good. They were so much fun. I wish well, that we I could get back to them. If I had friends or if I had an Xbox, then maybe I would have had a land party. They, they trump anything you could do online. Like, on, like, because you can just talk to the person that's right next to you. You know? Hey, I, I'm I, ready for it. Yeah. I'm ready for it. Well, get over here. Bring Let's your do Xbox it. over to my place. I tried. I tried to organize one in Chicago, but for some reason, people didn't want to bring their bulky 486 computers onto uh, the airplane. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with them. Well, isn't it pretty much the same thing as going to the arcade, and uh, playing a game no. with the person? <sighs> like, I, I get it. You've got your own setup. You've got your own yeah. screen. Yeah. You know, but they, 
they do that in some arcades. Like if you're playing Street Fighter here, uh, you have one machine, somebody else has one machine, and you know, you're both playing against each other. Yeah. But you don't. You're not like elbow to elbow sharing the same screen. Mm. Yeah, I guess it would be similar to that, except you're playing Street Fighter and not Quake Two. Naturally. Yeah. Um, Eric, the mighty Q-Dog, says, Nice episode, guys. I want you to know that I listen to every Fandangle all the way through. So you're the guy, Eric. You're that one guy. We haven't, uh, haven't seen Better Call Saul, but I hear good things. Well, you better. You got to watch uh, Breaking Bad, though, first. If, if you wrapped up Breaking Bad, you got to dive into the Better Call Saul. Uh, I hope Netflix still has uh, the old seasons available. I, th- I know they do in Canada. I think I, I think I they got think Breaking I, Bad I, as well. I have not signed up for my Netflix yet. I, I should do that soon, but um, I do remember seeing that here as well. Have you been watching it at all? Like, have you been diving in? Me? Yeah. To no, Netflix. I still have to finish Breaking Bad. No, I, I haven't signed up for it yet. But you've been watching... Oh, you I was checking to see what's available. Oh, I th- And I, I saw see. it on the list. Oh, okay. I thought you had a um, free yeah. trial going. Okay, never mind. No, 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 no. Right. But uh, I, I'm... Any day now, I might set that up. Uh, he has a number of shows on the back burner. Yeah, welcome to the club. Excellent discussion on Superman 2. People really liked our Superman 2 discussion. We need to have more mm-hmm. of those. I grew up watching did Chris... Everybody, did everybody uh, get a kick out of the thumbnail that I put together? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, so that was... That was brilliant. If I had my soundboard set up, I would give you some applause for that right now. Yeah. That is one for the scrapbook. <sighs> Very um, passive-aggressive thumbnail there. I grew up watching the Christopher Reeve Superman bo- movies, the versions we happened to record off of network TV. A few years ago, I grabbed the Blu-ray collection Superman 1, Superman Returns, and Richard Donner cut of Superman 2. Ooh, Superman Returns. Yeah, I know. Just to see that version, it was interesting. I've never seen The Great Outdoors. I may have to add that one Ooh. to the list. I'm not sure if the Q-Dog should be taking movie recommendations from us anymore. Why is that? Have you seen Eric's uh, reaction to Smokey and the Bandit? No, where did he put that? Was that a, oh, was it a Q Dog House yeah. reaction? Yeah, it was. Oh, a, come on. Yeah, it was very uh, subpar, sub Eek. like very meh. Is this us belittling Eric right now because we disagree with him? No, this okay. is Eric needs to uh, step down off his mighty throne oh, and uh, you know oh, understand man. that the the food of the commoners is not just you know common mash and and. Do we know how to suck up to our listeners? Hey, at least if you're a listener of Retro Fandango, you know exactly where you stand with us. You know exactly where you stand. We're not just uh, tickling your ass with a feather. I got to say one thing about uh, Christopher Reeve and the Superman movies. If you watch the extras to those movies, they did a lot of prep work for the uh, special effects. And they would get, this is before even Christopher Reeve even signed on, uh, they would get uh, stunt guys to do, help them out with the special effects so they can line shots and all that. And you're watching these guys do their moves as they're flying, and they look so awkward. You know, like they have their legs in weird positions and their arms out, and they're like doing all this weird stuff. And once they like once they got all their shots lined up and Christopher Reeve signed on and then he went in there to like 
you know, okay, now we're going to do this for real kind of thing because we got the real actor in that. And you watch Christopher Reeve do this stuff and it looks so natural, you know, and I don't think he got enough credit for how much he put into that, you know, we, we will make you believe a man can fly deal. You broke up there. You okay? No, you broke up there. I, I wasn't up. talking. All right. Anyways, yeah. My network connection is pure. Anyways, yes. So he did uh, an excellent job. So I, do, I, do, I think he deserves more credit uh, for that. So if you watch those extras, yeah, it's really something oh. else. Uh, did you see uh, Melissa's uh, comment there? Yeah, it took me uh, a second glance yeah. to really appreciate it. Yeah. She says, Superb. superb episode guys again yeah listed vertically so superb episode mm. guys again mm-hmm. i think we know where she stands on yeah. nintendo with that uh curtis says the great outdoors gaiden this must must be a side story correct gaiden means side story that is correct okay my friends and I used to have an annual glamping trip to Bass Lake every year. Believe glamping. you me. That's that's something my, my Nona would say all the time. Believe you me. Believe you me. The locals... I thought Curtis invented that. Nope. No, definitely my grandmother has the upper hand on that. Believe you me. The locals are very proud of the fact that the great outdoors was filmed there. Somehow it always seemed to slip into every conversation... Anyway, the best part was the local grocer had a stand you might find in a gas station or supermarket full of DVDs. You know, the kind that offer a quick cinematic fix for those seeking a quiet night in. The only difference was this particular stand had only the great outdoors. Literally every shelf was filled with DVDs of the Ackroyd Candy Classic. I never bought it. The end. Bravo. (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, you know what's great about this? I appreciate Curtis's writing. I know Curtis writes a lot for his job. Yeah, uh, he he writes very very naturally. Yeah, in in the way that you know I can picture him, uh, you know, saying all of this exactly. It's scripted extremely well. I guarantee you, what it, what he did was he read it out loud as he he typed it out and then he went back and he read it out loud. And he said, okay, yes, this flows very nicely. You can say, oh, I got to change this word. I got to change this, move this over here. And he got it to the point where you could just say it. very, Because if you write something and you say it out loud, it's two different things. Yeah, well, there's there's written text that's meant to be just read. But uh, Curtis is a performer. Yes. So uh, yeah. his style is always very cinematic. There, yeah. There's some showmanship to it. I would actually like to see a writing contest between uh, Curtis and Eric. Mm. Now, completely different styles, mm. but both very good. Okay. Was that us mm. belittling Curtis? We just oh, uh, Curtis writes very well, but the rest of you Neanderthals, stop mashing your fists <laughs> to the keyboard. <laughs> there you go. How about that? Well, speaking of a Neanderthal mashing his fist, uh, this one Neanderthal <laughs> managed to get one word out. Uh, this is Duke on the forums. He just says uh, Nintendo. That's it. Uh, That's it. And then uh, Diego gave him a little praise for that. So there you go. There you go. Those are Duke, the comments. One word to stop a speeding train. Yeah, just Nintendo. 
I'd like to thank everyone for writing in their comments. I like it. I like reading them. It's good times. Thank you. I would thank say you, that these comments were a lot more interesting than the usual, hey, let's all uh, get on uh, the Nintendo thing there <laughs> and then just talk about Nintendo and then you say something about Nintendo and then I'm going to say something about Nintendo and then I'm going to contradict what you said. Hey, let's talk about Capcom. Sure. That's one thing I have. This is it. This is what you brought to the table. Here. You brought two words. Hey, I've been busy. Okay. Well, you don't want to talk about that. You want to talk about Capcom tax. Uh, you want to hear about work? No. Go work? Actually, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Let's go. Capcom tax. What about it? A couple of weeks back, uh, they announced this whole Capcom beat-em-up bundle that was going to the consoles and to Steam. Yes. And it, they, they had a release date. Yes. And then the release date came up, and it came out on the consoles. But the Steam date got pushed back a little bit. Okay. And I do remember when we talked about it, we found the price, nineteen ninety nine, Right. Online. And usually that translates pretty directly over to uh, my side, the ocean, where it would be, uh, you know, 1,999 yen, something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, because it had been delayed, I kind of forgot about it. So I went back to see if I could put it on my wish list and I uh, found it. How much are they charging for that game here? What do you think? Well, 20 bucks, I would assume. That's what I assumed. What is it? 3,300 yen. Essentially a $13 markup. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. How much is it? Have you checked it out? I'm trying uh, to uh, get on there right now and check it out. Because I don't know if it's a, a markup just uh, territorial or if it's the PC version that somehow got uh, kicked. Uh, let's see here. Is this still your current address? Yes, Steam. Like, come on. Just get me to the store, you stupid. Google in with Mars. Cap. Com. Beat 'em up bundle is twenty six ninety nine on Steam. Oh. Now is that um, is that your Canadian price yeah. compared to a U.S. price? Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Well, hey, yours is still easier than mine. I gotta wait for a big sale on that now. Yeah. Or I could just play them. Xbox. <laughs> that's why i haven't bought them i'm like well i could really just yeah. and on the xbox i mean i could play them two player on the on the pc sarah and i could but really on it'd be nice if it made it onto gog because then we could play them she could play on her computer and i could play on my computer and we'd only have to buy the game once because hmm. that's how we roll on gog.com but they specifically ask you not to do that well too bad Games are expensive, and we're playing them both in our house. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a it's a, an attractive bundle. So if the price is right, I'll definitely pick it up. But the price ain't right. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, it should be twenty bucks. Mm -hmm. It's probably twenty American dollars. Well, don't worry. Eventually, Trump will tank that economy, and everything will be <laughs> at par with the American dollar. It'll happen. It's coming soon enough. That's, Come on, Trump. That economy is tanking already. Their their Dow is down. When they say the Dow is down, that's that's bad for their economy. Speaking of GOG and buying one game 
and playing it on two computers. Sarah and I have been doing that lately, and we've been playing Sacred. Have you ever played Sacred or heard of Sacred? I don't know what that is. So this game came out in 2004-ish. It's kind of a cross between uh, Diablo and Baldur's Gate. It's that hacky, slashy action uh, uh, stuff, but there's a little more story to it than what you would get in Diablo, and it's not a procedurally generated area. It's it's Everything's all planned out on this map. So you get this huge world map, and just like any of these RPGs, you go around and you get quests to go and do things. You know, go into this cave and save my sister. She's stuck in there. So you go in there and you beat out all the dead monster or walking dead monsters or whatever that's in there and take them all out and it's good fun we tried to play it in the in the past uh, but for some reason we couldn't get the land thing working but uh, there was just one setting in there that we were able to click and uh, we got it working this time so uh, not only do we have sacred to look forward to but we have sacred 2 to look forward to as well and the nice thing about buying it on GOG is I can just buy it once and then we can play it on our on our own computers it's good did you buy this recently no i bought it uh, quite a while ago but i saw that it was on yeah. sale for like two totally bucks. is dollar 49 us okay yeah, it's two bucks here so did you buy this because of the graphic of the amazon lady with gold nipples what <laughs> if you click on the game the the banner that comes up at the top is this uh, like Amazonian and she's not wearing a shirt she just has like little gold discs over her unmentionables. Uh no. No, I bought it because I like these type of games and I thought this would be a fun game. Let's see those nips. Do you have gold nipple covers of oh, your yeah. own? Uh, oh yes, of course. Hmm. Why wouldn't I? Well, I imagine it's required. Oh yeah, when you look at play that the game. Gold nips, that is mm. crazy. They're like little shields. Yeah, well, I mean, and she's going into battle. She needs her armor. She right? knows that you know she's going to be fighting men for the most part, and that's the place they're going to be looking. Right, that's the place they're going to aim. So that's the part she wants to protect. Hmm. Wow, that is something else I've never well, seen. Well, that, that actually is a very smart decision because if they're if they're out in the sunlight, <laughs> it's going to reflect, right? right? And that's yeah. where everybody's eyes are going. So yes. Oh, you blind them. See. Yep. There you go. Suddenly, you've got no head anymore. Well, despite that uh, piece of uh, political incorrectness on the cover, um, the rest of the game is uh, is fun. Lots of uh, pop culture references in the game that are kind of awkward. Really? Well, yeah. Like uh, there's this one character that. Uh, we, uh, we we got, some king gave us a mission and he's like, here, take this guy with you. He'll help you out on this quest. So he, he's join, he joins your group and every time, like every once in a while, I'll, I'll accidentally click on him and he says, what's up? I was going to say, like <laughs> pop culture references from, from 20 years ago. Yeah. How old is this game? <laughs> and again, the Fandango effect. We were just talking about that the other day. And here's this character in this game is, what's up? <laughs> weird but anyways it was just fun to get this game actually actually running where we can both play it and uh yeah we're having uh, fun because we I, we like just you know just going in and just hacking and slashing and beating things up and you know not too much story just getting that action and do it 
So you that do, cool. yeah, you do all, it's just like Torchlight, you know, same kind of deal, all that stuff. You put on your equipment and, you know, you get uh, little runes that you can put into the equipment to make the equipment stronger, all that stuff. It's all there. Good times. Hmm. Yeah. Blasted GOG and their constant sales. Yeah. Oh, and they I got a bunch of games from a few weeks ago. They had a whole bunch of point-and-click games on sale. Yeah. Like 80% off. I know. It's great. It's been some really good deals over there. They got a new game, like a brand new game called Project Warlock that I've uh, had my eye on for a while. It's it's $15 right now, so I'm probably going to wait for a sale just because I'm cheap and I got a ton of other, other things to play. But this game is like... Um, a throwback to uh, classic first-person shooters. Everything's done in pixel, like sprites. There's no 3D models or anything like that. It's, uh, you know, Doom meets Heretic meets uh, Hexen meets uh, Blood, all those kind of games. And it's getting some really good reviews. But I just have so much to play right now. I still have to finish Quake 2. I haven't finished it yet. But... Uh, Project Warlock looks looks like a lot of fun. Looks like something right up my alley. And I think it's only on GOG right now. It'll probably make it to Steam eventually, but I think GOG got first dibs. It's kind of cool to see. Um, speaking of games, I did play some more of that Red Faction Gorilla game. Yeah. I'm starting to like it more now. Are you? It gets better? Yeah. yeah some parts still are really dull. Yeah. And some parts of the story, like the story, forget it. I could care less about what I, what's going on. I just right. like smashing stuff. Um, if you get the right missions, uh, they're more fun. Um, your standard running and smash stuff, they're, they're kind of okay. Whenever you have to rescue hostages from like a house, those are lame because I pretty much always kill the hostages. Yeah. Um, the game's really hard. Like, a lot of these missions are just tough. But there's there's one called uh, Collateral Damage where you get to ride on the back of a dune buggy when all you do is shoot stuff. So the other guy drives you around and you just have to blow up as much stuff as possible. Those are really fun. Hmm. Ah, they make me want to give it a second chance. I don't know if I have that game anymore. I think I might have got rid of it. If it's... It's one of those games where you have to um, unlock a lot of your weapons by collecting scrap and stuff, mm. and then you have to use that to buy your weapons. So it takes a while to, to get some of these better weapons. Once you do, then you have a little more fun with the, the blowing stuff up. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's not great, but it's, it's a little more fun than it was when I first started playing it. Mm. The driving is, is the dullest part. I hate having to spawn at the safe house and like, oh, I want to yeah. go there. Drive all the way down these roads. And there's nothing pretty to look at. It's just this Mars landscape. Yeah, Mars is never pretty to look at. Uh, tell me about it. Uh, do you at least unlock some, um, what do you call it? Tele you can teleport right to there. What's that called? Uh, the quick travel? Yeah, yeah. Um, Any quick travel stuff? No, nothing that I've seen yet. Mm. That's too bad. Yeah. Bear. Bear. Well, uh, let's, let's see. talk about movies. Well, I got one more game to mention. I've just been uh, playing the bigs. That's all. I've just been wanting to finish some games that I started. So I picked up the bigs. I don't know if you remember. I picked it up uh, when I was in on our way to Chicago. 
Shytown. What is what is the big? It's uh, like an arcadey baseball game. You know, where like you you'll hit oh, like a... I was imagining like a Sims. No, the bigs, like the big leagues. So like uh, you'll hit a home run, like you're like, mm, and the ball's going out, and then the computer player guy like jumps like twenty feet over the fence and catches the ball on you, or whatever. And you build up like this. Uh, you have this meter, and as you do give strikeouts and get guys out or uh, get hits, you get points. To eventually, you get to the point where you fill up your meter. And that meter fills up to the point where if you just hit the ball, if you're the batter and you hit the ball, you will hit a home run. doesn't matter if it's a foul ball or whatever. It'll just like fly right out there. So you got to save that for when you got like a couple guys on base or whatever. So you score more runs and it's a fun game. It's uh, one of those games that um, doesn't, uh, you know, get enough attention. I think like it's, there's not many arcadey sports titles that seems to have dried up. There was that NBA Jam remake, and then Blitz comes and goes mm. sometimes. But you know they yeah, did... that's the only that's the only sports games I can play the arcadey kind of style. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, NBA Street that was a fun game. Yeah, I did have um, I had Street, and what was that other that other NBA Hoops? Remember Hoops? I did a little. I, don't think I ever played. Hoops. I did a little five minute video on Hoops back in the old. Uh, we only maybe that's why i know about it <laughs> <laughs> we uh what's it called? we could only play games for five minutes we could test the game for five minutes on the one console yeah, challenge yeah 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 okay <laughs> i got a comment on that video the other day so that's <laughs> maybe that spawned my interest to go back to the bigs too because i started seeing that i'm like oh that'd be fun to play you know what i got the bigs on the go I should finish that up youtube days yeah the old YouTube days. Hey, I've been I've been uh, doing the YouTube stuff. It's been all right. I know, it's yeah. You keep got, up with it. got some movies going, movie reviews, movie recommendations going on over there. They've been fun. Westerns. Yeah, I know. Your vote is in for check, Westerns. Check that, check that hole in the gear. Huh? I don't... Uh, I guess I should... It I, was tied last I looked at it. I think it's still Westerns tied. Westerns and film noir. Maybe I'll have to do both. I don't know. Is Anyways, there it, a... The nice, noir Western. the nice thing about reviewing or recommending uh, doing videos on, on movies instead of video games. When you do video games, you got so much footage to go back. And, oh, I got to find this part and that part and all that. With movies, it's just you got like an hour and 45 minutes of content to go through. And all, everything's all in, in sequential order. Chapter selection. <laughs> it's nice. So it's just like, okay, I need this part, this part, and this part. Boom. Done. It's nice. Mm. sweet uh so movies yeah i've been watching a lot of movies uh one movie i just wanted to mention was called it's a movie from the early 70s directed by martin scorsese it's called alice doesn't live here anymore do you remember the sitcom alice the diner yeah like mel's diner all that stuff well that was spun off of this movie (laughs) And uh, yeah, and it's a it's a good movie. The guy who played Mel in the TV show, he's still uh, he plays Mel in the movie. He's the only one I think that uh, made the crossover. Everyone else in the movie is uh, different. It stars Ellen Bernstein and uh, a bunch of other people. Anyways, or is it Bernstein? I don't know. Anyways, good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, Martin Scorsese back in the day when he was you know just an up and coming director and true artists always kind of want to push themselves into different directions and all that he was just coming off of mean streets which was like a 
a mob movie kind of thing and he wanted to do something a little different he wanted to direct women and show that he could do like a, a, a woman a, a, where the woman is a central uh, figure and uh, he wanted to direct that kind of movie so he did this movie Alice doesn't live here anymore and it's about her she's a single mom with her kid trying to make ends meet her husband dies then she shacks up with this other guy and he dies and blah 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 good good film I enjoyed it so I recommend that um, now because I am in tune with our listeners, I don't belittle them. I actually take their recommendations to heart. When they recommend a movie to me, mm-hmm. I uh, I watch it. I don't know if Ramvox watches it, but uh, it was suggested to us. I thought to me. I thought we were saving that one. Nope. I thought we were going to do something with it. Diving right into it. Nope. Nope. Get right. right into it. We got to get into it. Uh, so first of all, uh, Stephen Eider insisted that I watch Lab. Labyrinth, labyrinth, lab. How do you pronounce that? Is it labyrinth? labyrinth. Why is there a Y labyrinth. in there? English. Okay. When I was a kid, I had labyrinth on the Commodore sixty four, and I'd always call it labyrinth because that's the way it looked to me, labyrinth. But then I found out later it's labyrinth, and then that this Commodore sixty four game is based on a movie. Starring David Bowie. And that explained why that guy in the video game looked like David Bowie. Anyways, I've never watched the movie. And I was kind of leery about watching the movie because it looked like something that I really wouldn't be into. There's a lot of David Bowie singing and whatnot. And I like a lot of the 70s David Bowie stuff, but his 80s stuff. I mean, there's Just Dance, which was a good album. There's a few good things, but a lot of it's a little too avant-garde for me. You're really dragging this out. We have a lot of time, Phil. We have a lot of time, Phil. Anyways, uh, I watched this movie, and uh, Stephen, I, you're on some. Uh, this is his favorite movie. He, I don't know. <laughs> it's just not, it's not my favorite movie. That's for sure. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. It none of it really makes too much sense. Uh, and this, um, it's been a long time since I've seen uh, Labyrinth or Dark Crystal, like the the Jim Henson yeah. weirdo movies um is this the one where it's like there's the door it says like one of us tells the truth one of us tells yep. a lie yep okay yeah i stack there's like some kind of swamp that yep it's like a yep okay they're thinking of the right movie yeah that i that part made no sense to me there's this guy there's these two guys that stand in front of these two doors and they have two heads one on the top and one on the bottom and they say one of us is telling the truth and one of us t- uh, tells a lie. Or one of us only tells the truth and the other one only tells a lie. And you have to figure out which one is the right door. That whole scene made no sense to me. I tried to follow it and I'm, I don't get this at all. But anyways, I don't know. This, the movie itself was just kind of weird. It was just weird. And a lot of, like, David Bowie's wearing these tight pants. And you can see, like, the outline of things. I could tell what faith he is uh he belongs to <laughs> just from that outline did he have a gold disc on his pants no i don't remember a gold disc no he should have had one hmm. but i probably would have been blinded if he did and the sun was shining the right way <laughs> because it was very distracting very distracting yeah I'm very curious to revisit those movies, but I, I have reservations. Like, yeah, maybe I wouldn't be as into it. In in my head, I kind of remember it as this cool, trippy uh, kids movie. 
but i don't know um, i didn't get that at all the music wasn't didn't really do it for me and i don't know um the the puppets themselves look amazing it's some of jim henson's best work like just how how animated they are it's it kind of you forget sometimes that you're looking at uh, uh puppetry sometimes but uh, was a, it's a lost art there yeah you know, ever since uh cg came along yeah but the story itself and the characters itself i don't know i didn't really understand it i don't know it wasn't my kind of thing so steven i'm sorry i'm gonna have to give you a minus one for recommending labyrinth to me so you're in the minus column now, we did have another movie recommended to both of us, to you and I, mm-hmm. now, because... Yeah, uh, which I assumed we were going to turn into something. Because I take recommendations give it a, give it a seriously. Treatment. I take it seriously, and I actually watch the movies that are recommended to us. Matt Bandy recommended that we check out Used Cars. This is uh, early Zemeckis and Bob Gale, your boy Bob Gale film, who they both worked on... Back to the future, future. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, that uh, duo, and uh, I enjoyed it. I like this movie. It wasn't Police Academy good, but I would say it is Police Academy too good. I understand your yes, ratings. Yes, it's very, uh, very eighties film. Very cliched eighties stuff. A lot of dated humor. A lot of um, uh, race. Uh, no, not racial. Uh, what's the uh, uh, stereotype humor in it? Um, but uh, Jack Warden's in it, and I love Jack Warden. He's uh, an underrated actor, especially in the comedies. He plays two characters in this movie, which is kind of a little bit weird. It, w- it took me a while to figure out which guy was Jack Warden because the movie shows Jack Warden in a uh, he, he's in like in a pit. Like the it, the place takes place on a used car lot, and he's one of the guys that uh, works on the cars. So he's in the pit underneath one of the cars beside this Jack Daniels thing, and it's like, oh, okay, there's Jack Warden. And then Kurt Russell walks over to some other thing and. He's talking to Jack Warden across the street. And I'm like, what the heck's going on with Jack? Like, why is why is it? But then I realized, oh, he's two characters. He's two dip people. So I don't know why they did that, but whatever. Besides that, I'm not really. What's that? It's cheaper? It's cheaper. Well, it might have been that's the way that they got him to work in this movie, too. Like, it'll be a little uh, bit of a yeah. challenge for him. Some, to, pe- some people want to act. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but he's good in it. Kurt Russell's actually pretty good in it. I'm not a huge fan of Kurt Russell. I, I there's like I can one hand I can name the Kurt Russell movies I like, The Thing, and now Used Cars. That's that's pretty much it. Well, in a ha- half half of uh, Escape from New York, uh, he's all right in, I, but um, that's pretty much it. But anyways, yeah, uh, good. There's lots of uh, oh, and lots of uh, behind the scenes television stuff. That that was great. Because then I could geek out on my television knowledge and say, no, that actually, you cannot do that. That doesn't make any sense. It's, this doesn't, but it's good. I like that stuff. So what's Matt's rating? Oh, he gets a plus one. He is in the plus one column. So right now the he is tied one. for first place with Josh Creepleet, 1337, at one point each. For Josh uh, recommending uh, the Raid Redemption. 
Hmm. Map Andy, used cars. The rest of you lot are minus one. Oh, and uh, Rambox is minus 0.5. Now, wait, don't any of my recommendations from Film Dango carry over? No, this, this? It just it starts when I started it. That's when it starts. <sighs> hey, I'm being generous. I hmm. I made it through the credits of uh, Leprechaun 1. And both you <laughs> and Steven Eider are very lucky that I said, you know what? I'm not. Oh, sp- when did I ever recommend? <laughs> oh, there was a huge recommendation. <laughs> huge I recommendation. Don't believe I ever you said you got to see Leprechaun. Leprechaun if you've never seen I it before. I think you are. I think you said playing with words. I think you said this is an amazing picture and you must see it. And I made it. You are standing atop your anvil with a hammer and you are forging some fabrications. Right I now. think I made it through the credits, the opening credits. I think I did. I don't know. No, I I did watch Leprechaun when I was uh, in my teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe I saw it uh, once, possibly twice. Uh, I've never seen any of the sequels. <laughs> and I haven't seen any of them. Uh, I've I, watched I, Willow like three times this year already. Willow's a great movie. Props, props to Matt Bandy. He said uh, during his... Uh, was it four or five things about me that he has watched Willow most out of like any other movie? Okay. Uh, I think that's true of me as well. Really? Yeah. I watched Willow a ton when I was a kid. I loved it. Um, watching it now, I can pick it apart. Mm -hmm. Willow Willow is like a two and a half star movie (sighs) that, that I bump up to a three, but I treat it like a four because it's, it's just... I don't know That's if it's that bad. For me. I don't know if it's that bad. Um, there, there's a lot of things that don't make sense. So I, I I I love it. I can sit through it over and over again. But there are so many things that if someone said, oh, you know, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Mm. There's a big problem with it there. But mm. but yeah, I, I love Willow. It's great. All right, that's Except it. For the parts that are wrong, but it's great. That's that's all I got. Oh, I want. Oh, right. Uh, good thing I remember this. Okay, so Nintendo, our friend Nintendo Hodge. Take the fact that he has Nintendo in his name. Don't don't put that into consideration. Just call him Hodge. Um, he's got a new podcast. Did you know about this? What? Yes, no, he's I got don't. a podcast. He started a podcast. Yes, it's the Nintendo Lovers of Canada. No, um, no. You're you're off. You're no. so far off. So he does no, this is... he does this podcast with Fraser from the Party to Play uh YouTube channel. And um they've they've only done the one episode so far. It's oh, man, I can't remember the name of it. It's like rinse and repeat and wash your clothes and what the heck's the name of your Hodge, what's the name of your podcast? Uh if I type in Hodge into Google, you know what the first thing that comes up? Hodgepodge. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought that was funny. Naturally. All right, Hodgepodge. Um, was it rinse? No, ready? No. Rec- wait, I can do this without Googling. Record? No. Reply? No. <laughs> it's something with three R's. I think they need to work on the name. It doesn't really, I, I can't, it doesn't stick in my head. If it doesn't stick in my head, they need to work on the name. Uh, Hodge Podge Podcast? White Hodge Podcast? No. That's that's one about culture, religion, race, and hip-hop. I don't think that's uh, it. The Charlie Hodge Show. No. 
Okay, here it is. See, this way I should Journey just... Women. No, I <laughs> Journey Women. What? Uh the women who listen to Journey. Taker, from Life Taker to Life Giver with Karen Hodge. The name of his podcast is Ramble Record Repeat. Ramble Record Repeat. They are at three R3 underscore podcast on YouTube. No, on Twitter. They're not on YouTube. They might be on YouTube. But his podcast is on Podbean. Anyways, I listened to it. It was a good first show. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, they made me very hungry by the end of it because all they did was talk about food. I don't <laughs> think they talked about games at all. I'm not sure if that is the, their goal at all is to talk about games. But they talked a heck of a lot about food, cheeseburgers, going down to the States, getting special food, eating at Checkers. Have you ever ate at a place called Checkers? Oh, yeah. They yeah. have some of the best nasty chili cheese fries oh the the one the one checkers uh that i had uh in my neighborhood growing up um it had two drive-ins there there wasn't a lot of, you couldn't eat in the the restaurant it was just basically the the cashier and the the kitchen so they had a couple of tables set up outside and they were like nasty plastic tables and stuff so they had two drive-ins you can go and get your stuff uh, but if you actually went into the restaurant to pay in there, um, because of the neighborhood I grew up in, they had the the ghetto glass, uh, like a bank teller set up at the <laughs> register. So you had to slide your money, money. under the window. <laughs> and then yeah, you slide it like under the little, you know, it has the little well yep. so it goes through. Yeah. And then they put your food on the window and it spins around in a little glass case. So you can't actually get your hands on any of the people that work there. Man, New Jersey, man. Wow. That is something else. Other parts of Jersey are nice. This is Jersey City. Wow. Well, anyways, yeah, enjoy the podcast, guys. I hope you do another one. Um, man, food. Finally filling the void left by leftover bits. Yes, there you go, man. And they know their food. They knew all the good places to go and eat. They were. That'd be a fun uh, road trip, I think, with those two. I wouldn't be able to eat any of it, but uh, I'd be the pill saying, I can't eat there, but uh, I'll watch you guys eat. But uh, look good. Sounded good. Mm, good that, stuff. That's what their YouTube video should be. Just watch us eat. <laughs> there you go. There's your Get million camera, dollar idea. Like, right up close. <laughs> Slow motion chewing. Oh, they did talk about Bruce Campbell a bit too. That's true. Looking at their oh. first episode here. Oh. Yeah. Clean I, sweep for the voting. Yeah. The R3 podcast coming in. I um, the dark horse candidate. Yeah, filling in the void of all these these podcasts that have left too soon. I want to say, like, all these shows that, you know, have kind of gone away, that have disappeared. I, th I think some of them got discouraged from the lack of maybe downloads or listens or whatever. I think you should just carry on. Even if you got 10 people listening, you know, and you're having fun, you're enjoying it, just just go ahead. Carry on. Kyle. Yes. Kyle. Right. Come on, Kyle. Kyle. Come back to us. And I think, I don't know, Josh Creepley, too, his podcast. I had, it had, it's been a few months now. I think he got discouraged. Oh. Carry on. Do another episode. I saw that, um, oh, what's his face? I just listened to his show. Uh, James. That's it. Uh, he does that solo podcast as well. And he came back. With the, you know, that was good. It was a good show. Come back. 
That's what I'm saying. These podcasts are left. Let's go. Even leftover bits. Oh, you're being generous. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's we're getting on to voting season now. <laughs> none, none too forced there. <laughs> okay, well maybe I not. listen to every episode of Leftover Bits. Sometimes twice. All right. That's one point for you. It's but true. not in the movie recommendation. It's calm. You're still at only a point five. All right. Uh, I'm going to recommend you up something right now. Yeah? Okay, I'll watch it. Let's go. Better be something good. While you're looking, the movies I watch the most are Ghostbusters and The Three Amigos. I watched those over and over and over again when I was a kid. Willow, Beetlejuice. Oh, I did watch Beetlejuice a lot. Ninja Turtles. Um, Not Ninja Turtles. I didn't no. Watch that but I'm saying... It's it's a movie I watched a ton as a kid. Yeah. Oh, no, very well. Um, yeah, Beetlejuice was one of those yeah. movies he had on the VHS, recorded off of something. Yeah. And watch that over and over. RoboCop, of course. Yep. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, you know, I don't think I had any of the Star Wars on VHS. They were Star on TV. They're on TV quite a bit. So. All right, what am I, where's my recommendation? You had time. Time's up. I'm looking. I'm, I'm trying to find something you haven't seen. Um, I, you know what I, 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 don't know. You know what I haven't gonna, seen? I recommend you have something good. You know what I haven't seen? Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Ah. But I have watched Part 1. I have watched uh, recently more than just part one i see uh-huh okay well that's I was good testing a theory well this is good because our next film dango will feature a nightmare on elm street and it'd be really a good thing for us to have watched that movie so we can talk about it on film dango mm-hmm. and then watch duel and we'll talk about that yeah. and officially added now is beetlejuice Throwing that into the mix. And that'll be our... That's our, Is that our next episode? Yeah. Next up is the uh, film Dango. That's right. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be watching that. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about those three movies. There'll be no spoiler. Uh, film Dango will be no spoilers in it. But, uh, yeah, you might want to watch those movies if you want to uh, join oh, in you, you, on yeah. the discussion. What? What? Just, I, I want to... What? Uh, Sometimes the no spoiler restriction hinders the conversation. Which which movie would you like to spoil? Well, any of them. I just want to be able to talk freely um, because we when we started this, okay, it, it was recommendations, right? Like you recommend something to me, I right, recommend right. something to you. Right. We recommend something for the audience, so we don't want to spoil it for them if they haven't seen it. Right. But now we've kind of switched gears and we're just so now we're doing spoiler talk. Three movies. So I well, hey. Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, people have had time to watch this. Duel, 71. See, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil Duel because I know that's a movie uh, that people have heard of and they probably haven't seen. Okay, it. Okay, well, we'll think about it this way. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is a slasher movie. Yeah. Not too much to spoil there. No, I, I would Not say too no. Much to spoil. No. Duel, I can get. Yeah, suspenseful. You know, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Beetlejuice, I think. 
pretty much everybody in our circle has seen Beetlejuice. Sure, sure. I don't know. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Well, There's a lot of younger. one of those things like Eric will come in and say, well, I have never seen Beetlejuice before. <laughs> that is a spot on impression, sir. That was very good. Um, Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, 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 I We could say, hey, like, if you wanted to spoil Nightmare on Elm Street, we could save that until the end of the show. Like, we could save talking about that. Make that the last one. I, there's nothing. I will. You don't know how. My comments you, until next. You don't know how ridiculous people are. Everything's a spoiler to them. The fact that Freddy Krueger is in this movie, I just spoiled that. No, see here. I, people <laughs> are on. only concerned about spoilers for things that have not happened yet. I said on Twitter. There's no hype. I said on Twitter, this is exactly what I said. My favorite Bruce Willis movie is Looper, and that is apparently a spoiler. What? Yes, that is a spoiler. Oh, I didn't know Bruce Willis was in Looper. Why didn't you spoil it for me? (laughs) Don't belittle that guy. He's a good listener. But uh, Really, he's he's in Looper? (laughs) <laughs> that's the that's the um, Bruce Willis uh, and um, Tommy, Third Rock Tommy, movie. Third Rock Tommy is that who that guy is? The jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt, right? He's the Tommy from. Oh, I never knew that. Okay. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. Bruce Willis is on the poster for Looper. That's all I'm saying. He's right there. He's actually the top billing. If you look at the posters, Bruce Willis. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who is apparently in Third Rock from the Sun, and Emily Blunt. But apparently, saying Bruce Willis is in Looper, that's a spoiler. That's what I heard. Bruce Willis? I thought you said Bruce Campbell. No, I said Willis. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm totally not paying attention to yeah. this conversation. I th- these early morning records are really good for you. I'm, I'm glad we're doing this. I was thinking about cookies because the package is right there. Oh, man. Okay, let's wrap up this show. This is done. Uh, what else we got left to say? Go. We, we got to say, hey, loyal, unbelittled listeners, go on over to Twitter and follow us at retro underscore Fandangle for all the latest news. Stop. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Come get yourself belittled at retro underscore Fandango on Twitter. Yeah. And then uh, after that belittling, go ahead and give us a, a ratings there on iTunes. Tell us how much you, you would felt. enjoy being belittled on Retro <laughs> Fandango. And then head on over to the forums at cartridgeclub.org and just complain away. Yes. And we'll talk about and belittle you further yes. on the next episode. The only podcast. Well, I don't know if it's the only one, but a podcast that has never asked you for a dime. Doesn't ask you for any money. Nothing. Although. That is true. Although, I wonder if we do win podcasts. Of, not if. When we do. When we win podcasts of the year for 2018. I wonder. I yes. wonder if this is would be a cause to celebrate and have maybe some t-shirts made up for this occasion. Are you saying the only way? That people can finally get some retro Fandango merchandise 
is if they grease our palms with a vote. What I'm saying is that when we get that award for podcast of the year for 2018, that might be a cause enough to enough. That might be enough of a reason to make some t-shirts. Maybe some other merchandise might be enough of a reason to do it. No promises, but it might be enough of a reason. So if you're on the fence, if you're like, well, I don't know, should I pick Retro Fandango or this other podcast? But you think, well, I kind of want to give these guys a reason to make some merch, to make some t-shirt action. Then, I don't know, maybe that's a a way you could go in your voting. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Well, that's nice and clear. Right. Yeah. I don't want to cheapen our win, you know, when we win. I don't want to cheapen it by saying, like, yeah, you'll definitely get some shirts or something. I'm just saying that it might be a cause enough to celebrate. Right. Hypothetically. Yeah. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Right. Because I, our, our, I want our win to have integrity and to be legit. I don't want to buy people's votes. Mm-hmm. So this wouldn't be No. That. No. This is not doing that. This is just saying... That we would be in a celebratory mood, and we would want to celebrate, and we would want to share that celebration with the listeners, and possibly have some merch for them. That's that's mm. all I'm saying. That's it. I understand this. Yeah. All right. Okay, okay. we're done. That's right. it. That's the show. We are done. Okay. This is episode ninety-eight. Ooh. Signing off. Getting close to 100. Mm, Getting close to the end of the year. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Fandango. Fandango.